This is Zoe Church LA. We're not just fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like to make social mistakes. Like, I don't know if you've ever made a social mistake and you're like, oh, gosh, what? I knew not to do this. I always find myself making the same social mistake, and it always has to do in the category of when someone doesn't know something that I know. Like, have you ever been around a friend, and your friend's, like, talking to you about a restaurant or a song or an app they use, and they're, like, they kind of treat you like you're dumb because you don't use that app or you haven't gone to that restaurant or you don't, you don't know that song? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I always find myself making the mistake with my wife all the time. I love the news. I'm obsessed with the news, so I'm always on Twitter. I'm on social media. I go to Fox News all day, CNN. I just love the news. So I'm just, I'm always like, I'm always asking my wife, like, babe, did you, did you see what happened with Colin Kaepernick? And, and did you see Serena Williams yell at the umpire last night? And oh my gosh, did you see what's going on in Texas? And I always get the same response from my wife. She's always like, no, I didn't see it. And I'm like, are you for real? Like, what have you been doing, changing diapers? What do you just take care of kids all day? And I get mad at her that she doesn't obsess over social media like I do. Like, I'm like, what are you doing, raising our four kids? And I, I, and I always make the same mistake that I kind of get down on her that I'm like, how do you not know this woman? Everybody knows Serena. Everybody's watching the Nike thing. Everybody. I want to encourage you, and I don't want to speak in a demeaning way. If you don't know about the Holy Spirit, I want to talk in an encouraging fashion. I want to speak to you in an uplifting way. I don't want to talk to you like, oh, man, you don't know this. I want to encourage you that maybe you haven't had a revelation on the beautiful third person of the Trinity, but by the end of this message, you say, I understand who he is, and I want him to be active in my life. Come on, if you're excited about the Holy Spirit, you can just clap right now. Thank God. Come on. The Spirit of God is in us today. The Bible says, how will they know unless somebody tells them? Maybe nobody's ever told you about the Holy Spirit. I just love this. Write down number one. Have you heard about God? Because when I talk about the Holy Spirit, I'm not talking about God the Father, God the Son, and then this weird person, this Holy Ghost, this other spirit. No, when I talk about the Holy Spirit, I'm really talking about God. The Holy Spirit is God. I love that story in Acts 5. Acts 5 tells us this beautiful story about this couple, Ananias and Sapphira. And the Bible says, let's just bring in our terms, they sell their business and make a whole bunch of money. And when they sell their business and make a whole bunch of money, the leaders of the church come when they give their tithes and they test them. They go, hey guys, we know you just made a whole bunch of money. Did you really, did you tithe the 10%? Did you give to God what's his? And this couple, this is so the enemy, this couple thinks they need to keep theirs and they don't want to get, uh, that's why I love Zoe. Zoe people, we don't tip God, we tithe to God. We don't have to give, we love to give. Come on, anybody love to give today? We love to give. Well, this couple is dealing with, dealing with money issues, dealing with greed, and so they lie to the church, and they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure, we gave. But watch what the church leaders say to them in Acts chapter 5, when they lie to the leaders of the church. Watch what they say, Acts 5, put it up on the screen. It says this. It says, how is it that Satan has filled your heart and that you have lied to the Holy Spirit? You have not just lied to human beings, but you just lied to God. In other words, the Bible is calling the Holy Spirit God. 
I love that maybe this is the God that you never knew. But I want to teach you today an appropriate teaching. And I'm just going to take some time to teach our church. Because I don't want us just, just to love God the Father. And I'm in love with Jesus. How about you? But I want to know the beautiful third person of the Trinity who is not an alternative spirit. He is God himself. I want to serve this God, love this God, make room for this God. I want this God to be active in my life. In fact, write down number two today. I love this. The Holy Spirit is in you for you, but he's on you for others. He is in you for you, but he is on you for other people. Let me explain. He is in you for you. If you're wondering, where does this spirit live? Where does this spirit reside? Jesus is like, guys, I got to go. It's to your advantage I go. Because when I go, I'll send the Holy Spirit. Where will the Holy Spirit live? Where will he reside? The Spirit of God lives on the inside of you. He doesn't live at the El Rey. He doesn't live at the valley. The Spirit of God resides on the inside of you. And he is in you for you. He is in you. Let me show you his role today. Watch what he does. This is all the Holy Spirit does. Put it up on the screen. He is in your life. He is your leader your comforter, your encourager, your teacher, your reminder, and your convictor. So watch the Holy Spirit's role. This is his job. He rolls up his sleeves. If you're like, where does the Holy Spirit work? He don't work at Home Depot. He don't work at Starbucks. He don't even work at Chick-fil-A. He works in you, okay? So the Holy Spirit is at work. Watch what he does. He's like, okay, today I'm going to lead you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to comfort you. I'm going to convict you. By the way, we have gotten this verse so wrong. This verse... And he will convict you of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Sounds so harsh. So mean. The, the Holy Spirit will convict you of sin and righteousness and judgment. You know what the Bible's really saying there? The Holy Spirit will convict you of sin. Yeah. The sin that a Savior took away. So when you get convicted of sin, you don't have to dwell on how bad you are. You can dwell on how good He is. The Holy Spirit convicts you, not of how bad you are. Stop doing this. Stop saying that. Stop going to this place. No, the Holy Spirit convicts you. There's a Savior that paid the penalty for your sin. Convicts you of sin. Righteousness. Your bad righteousness. Your unrighteousness. No. Righteousness that is not of yourself. A righteousness that comes from your Savior. Sin, righteousness, and judgment. That God's going to judge you. Oh, you're going to stand before God. And God, no. Judgment that Jesus took the judgment. Stood in front of it. Paid the penalty. Oh, I wish Zoe would get excited today. Because I felt like telling somebody. There's a divine encourager. He's at work today. He is in you for you. And he's come to comfort you. Encourage you. Mind you, teach you, love you, lead you, guide you, mold you, shape you. Somebody thank God today. I feel the Holy Spirit is alive and active today. So Holy Spirit's just like, he's just like, okay, what are we going to do today? What do you need today? Okay, I'm going to just go work, 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 work. And I'm just going, let's just let, okay, you need some guiding? Let me give you some guidance. You need some leading? Let me lead you in the right place. Okay, you need some convicting? Let me convict you because right now I see you down and out about a decision you made last week. And I want you to put your eyes on Jesus, not on your sin. So I'm going to convict you. I'm going to encourage you. You feel down, defeated, depressed? Don't worry. I'm going to lift your head. I'm going to lift your spirits. Where there's been no hope, I'm about to bring you hope because I am the power and the divine goodness of God himself. I am the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you for you because he always does an inside job. The Holy Spirit is not into Botox and all kinds of 
body behavior modification. The Holy Spirit's not trying to get you to stop cussing, stop doing bad things. The Holy Spirit doesn't work on the inside that you believe more about yourself, more about who He is. He doesn't behavior modification. He knows He life transformations. So He does an inside job. He's at work on the inside. I have a friend recently, he's staying at a very, very nice hotel, and he had a jewelry bag that was worth a lot of money. And uh, the cops and all the investigation, the paperwork, and the interviews came back that this jewelry bag that was stolen, it was an inside job. A worker at the hotel who had access that nobody else had access to came in and did an inside job. I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit has access to your mind. The Holy Spirit has access to what nobody else in your world has. The Holy Spirit knows your thoughts. He knows your life. So the Holy Spirit does an inside job because he's in you for you but he's on you for others. So he does a mighty work on the inside. Oh, let me just show you two verses in Ephesians. Oh, I love the Bible. Watch this in Ephesians. Go there in your Bible and look, 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 look at this first verse in Ephesians. I'm going to read from the Holy iPad. It says this in Ephesians 3.16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Oh, God, I love this part. The Bible says we are decaying on the outside, but getting stronger on the inside. You want to know why God does a mighty work on the inside? So that when you face trial, when you face tribulation, when you face temptation, you don't fold because you're strong on the inside. Your outer man is decaying. Somebody say amen to that. Yesterday, I didn't even do squats. I thought about squats, and I am sore today. I got out of my bed this morning. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I thought about doing those things. I'm, my, my outer man is decaying like crazy. But I tell you, on the inside, I'm getting renewed. On the inside, I'm getting stronger. On the inside, I'm better than i ever been. Come on, that's not you getting stronger. That's the Holy Spirit making you stronger. According to the power that is worked in you. This is, watch this, Ephesians 3.20. This is the only scripture I have tattooed on my body. Look at this verse, Ephesians 3.20. My favorite verse in all the Bible. Now to him. Who is able to do. Somebody say, yes, he is. Now say it with some hoodness. Yes, he is. Now, he, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works, where? In us. Because the Holy Spirit is in you for you. Working on the inner man, working on the inside, refining you, molding you, shaping you, encouraging you, comforting you. He's not working on the outside. He's working on the inside. He's in you for you, but he's on you for others. So he comes on the inside, and that's the role of the Holy Spirit. But then he, he gives you the power of the Holy Spirit and the gifts to be able to serve and love. And it, when you get the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, life will get fun. When you get the power, by the way, we're going to give an opportunity Tonight at the 8 p.m., if you want to come back tonight in the 8 p.m. service, we're going to lay hands on people. And if you want to receive the power of the Holy Spirit tonight, we're going to make room in the service for people tonight in our church to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Anybody excited about it? We'll lay hands on you and you'll receive this gift. Because it's on. And when you get the power of the Holy Spirit, watch these gifts. 1 Corinthians 12. I'm just teaching it today. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11. Watch what it says. Remember, it is the same Holy Spirit who distributes, activates, and operates these different gifts as he chooses for each believer. 
It's like Christmas morning where you go, so this is your gift, and son, this is your gift, and mama, you getting this gift, and grandpa, you get, and the Holy Spirit distributes, activates to each believer as he wills. What are the gifts? Put it up on the screen. I'll show you the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives. He gives words of wisdom. You ever be with somebody? They're in the worst situation. They're going through divorce, going through depression, going through Steeler Sunday. They're going through a... Si I'm going to pick on you, sweetie. And so you go, you go, you go through a, a bad... And you don't even have advice for them or anything. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit brings a verse to, to mind, br br brings a uh, sermon to mind, brings a quote to mind, and that's not, and they look at you like you Gandhi, like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And you think in your head, that wasn't me, that was the Holy Spirit that gave me a word of wisdom. What about word of knowledge? Oh, I love, remember when Jesus sits at the, at the well with a woman, at the, a woman who's serving a bunch of water, and this woman's been sleeping around, and Jesus reads her mail or gives her a word of knowledge, but notice how unweird he is. He doesn't sit with her and go, woman, 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 I'm going to give you a word of knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. <laughs> he, just, he just calls it out because the Holy Spirit gave him a word of knowledge. I love that the Holy Spirit will do that in your life. He gives you faith, healings, miracles, prophecy, discernment, tongues. I'll just love, these are all gifts that the Holy Spirit gives you. The gift of faith. Oh, I love, any faith people in the house today? I got faith. I, I received faith, the gift of faith from my parents. I grew up poor. Anybody grew up poor? Raise your hand if you grew up poor. Like I grew up with no money. Like my mom used to make our clothes. You ever worn Speedos that your mom made? She's rocking up to the pool like, yeah, mom made them. You know what I'm saying? Like we grew up poor, okay? And I'll never forget one time my mom, we were praying for a VCR, believing God. We didn't have money for a VCR. So my mom bought a raffle ticket at the farmer's market. And so we're at the farmer's, uh, we brought it home every morning at the breakfast table. We'd pray over this raffle ticket. We're going to win this VCR in Jesus' name. Y'all don't even know what a VCR is. We're praying every day, every day. I'll never forget when the phone rang and we got that VCR. I remember my mom started to activate in my life as a young man. That was faith that did it. Because we asked God, he gave it to us. Come on, me and Julia, just this week, we got keys to a house we've been praying for every single week. Come on, but I learned it when I was a kid. God started to build up the gift of faith. Anybody have faith that Zoe's going to have a building? It's faith. It's what the Holy Spirit gives you. He gives you the gift to have healings, miracles. Anybody believe in miracles? You know, let me encourage you. God is not cruel. God doesn't let you read a Bible full of miracles and make us wish we could see them today in our generation. No, God lets you read about miracles because he knows he can still do them today. He can still open up the eyes of the blind. He can still bring the death to life. He can still touch a body with cancer. Come on, is there anybody today thankful? Come on, healings, faith, miracles, all these things are the power of the Holy Spirit. So he is in you for you, but he's on you for others. He is on you so you can be a blessing. He is on you so you can add faith, give somebody a word of wisdom. You can give somebody a healing. You can help somebody, serve somebody. This is the benefit. There's so many benefits to the Holy Spirit. That's why he says, it's to your advantage I go away. Somebody better than me is coming. Let me do, in fact, write down number three, the benefits of the Holy Spirit. I, I grew up around church, and a lot of times, they would use the word, the evidence of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to use the word evidence at Zoe. I want to use the word benefits. These are the benefits of walking 
with the Holy Spirit in your life, you'll get four things right away. You'll get power, you'll get love, you'll get fruits, and you get gifts. When you get the Holy Spirit in your life, one of the first things that happen, in fact, Acts chapter 1 verse 8 teaches us, Jesus says, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Tonight, when we lay hands on people, they're going to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. When you receive the power of the Holy Spirit, you can prophesy, you can heal people, you can give words of wisdom, words of knowledge. We just walk through all those things. That's the power of God. So when you receive the benefits of the Holy Spirit is you receive power and then you receive love. I love this about God. God doesn't make these avengers that are mean. God doesn't give us power so we walk around like, oh man, I am so powerful and I can do this, that, I can heal people. It just, it, God doesn't give us power. He simultaneously gives us love. Why? Because God is love. So if the Holy Spirit is God and the Holy Spirit's in our life, the first thing he'll do is give us power to love. In fact, when the Holy Spirit is active in your life, you will love people that you used to hate. In fact, you'll, you'll love your enemies. You will bless those who curse you. You can, be, you can inter interact with someone that's racist, and you can have compassion and empathy for them. You can interact with somebody that has hurt you and, and done mean things to your family, and you can still forgive them and love them. That's not, that's not human ability. That's the Holy Spirit's ability. That's the power and the benefit of walking in the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I want to love people that don't love me. I want to help those that have been cursing me. I want to walk in supernatural strength. So all of a sudden, when the Holy Spirit's in my life, I get the power of the Holy Spirit, and I get the love of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit never leads you into hatred. He never leads you into bitterness. He never leads you into unforgiveness. He never leads you into discord. The Holy Spirit, he, that's just the opposite of who he is. He always leads you into love. That's why the Bible says in Galatians 5, watch this, Galatians 5, it says the fruits of the, of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit. I like this word better. Why don't we just say it, Zoe, the results of walking with the Holy Spirit. The result of a relationship with the Holy Spirit is what? Oh, I love this list. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, mercy, self-control, long-suffering. So in other words, when the Holy Spirit is active in your life, all of a sudden you have a love that is beyond your natural love. You have a joy in the hardest situation. You could go through hell on earth and have a smile on your face. Everybody's like, why are you smiling? You're going through hell. You go, I don't know. The Holy Spirit's working in my life. I've got the joy of the Lord. All of a sudden, you're going through torment and going through a bad season, but you still have peace on your pillow. This is a result of walking with the Holy Spirit. You have kindness. Ain't nothing worse than seeing somebody that's like, oh, I'm going to be kinder. That's scary. You're actually not going to be kinder. You're going to be scarier. How do you get more kind? How do you become a kinder, nicer soul? You don't work on kindness. You walk with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will make you kind. I just love it. He said self-control. Some of us are out of control. Our emotions are out of control. Our words are out of control. Our anger is out of control. Our spending is out of control. Somebody give me a witness in here. Say, how do I get self-control? The only way you can get self-control is by walking with the Holy Spirit. He will arrest those things in your life, and he'll give you the ability to not be out of balance. This is the result of a relationship with the beautiful third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. I love that last one. So I've got, what do I got? Oh, if I walk with him, I've got power. 
I've got love. I've got fruit. And I've got these gifts. So these are all benefits of walking with the Holy. I'm here to convince you today that this Holy Spirit, he is not a weirdo. He is God. He is here to help you. He's working on the inside so he can lead you and guide you and comfort you and encourage you. And he's on you so you can be a blessing to people that you never even imagined being a blessing to. It is the power of the Holy Spirit, the divine encourager at work in our life. In fact, let me just give you one last thing to write down. Number four, and worship team, you can come join me. I love this thought here. Fear, fear will grip you, but faith, faith will release you. This is why the Holy Spirit is so important in our life, because some of us, we are paralyzed by fear. We are le legitimately gripped by fear. The fear of other people's opinions, the fear of failure, the fear of not moving forward from this season. So many of us are gripped by fear, and so we don't operate in faith. But I'm telling you, when you have faith in God and faith in the Holy Spirit, I just love this. These guys are sitting around, they're like enjoying life, feeling like they're killing the game. Paul and Apollo show up. Hey, guys, have you, um, did you guys receive the Holy Spirit? They go, what? We haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. They go, oh, man. Get over here. Pray over these guys. Lay hands on them. All of a sudden, the Bible says they get this power and they go out. They start telling everybody about Jesus. Because faith will always release you into who you're called to be. Faith will always release you into what you're called to do. Fear will paralyze you from repenting, asking for forgiveness, being the person you're called to be taking that risk you know you're called to take. Fear will always grip you up. But faith, faith will always release you. It will always unlock your true potential. Just love this about the Holy Spirit. He unlocks who I'm called to be. He unlocks what I'm called to do. And guess what? The devil knows this. That's why from the very beginning, the first thing that the devil tried to do, he tried to distort and pervert and deviate us away from the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, when the Holy Spirit came, Satan started to panic. He's like, no, 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 no. I, 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 I get it. You, you know God and Jesus. He rose from the, but, but I cannot afford. I, I cannot let you know the Holy Spirit. He's too beneficial. He'll do too many good things in your life. So I got to mess with this. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit gets poured out. The Bible says the first time they preach, 3,000 people get saved. 3,000 people get saved. The church starts on fire. Every day people are getting saved and added to the church. All of a sudden things are happening. Lives are being healed. But, but literally everybody's getting restored All because the, the Holy Spirit's at work. And right when this happens, the, all these signs, in fact, the world, the world, the people from the world, they're like, oh, my gosh, the guys that are flipping the world upside down for Jesus have come to our town because the power of the Holy Spirit was working through them. Well, watch what the devil does. The devil does this every time. The first time the Holy Spirit shows up, what did it say in Acts chapter 2? It says the devil tried to distort it, tried to manipulate it, tried to twist it. He said the devil used their words. And he said, it looks like they're drunk on cheap wine. 
as if to say, man, the Holy Spirit is weird. Man, the Holy Spirit, those are for weirdos. Nobody should walk in the Holy Spirit. And he tried to get us away from the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm here to tell you at Zoe Church, we will not be manipulated by the accuser. We will not be moved by the devil. We are going to walk in the truth and the power and the love of the Holy Spirit. Come on, is there anybody thankful today that we are not going to listen to the accuser of the brethren? We're going to walk in the truth and the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, stand to your feet together. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. We hope you are inspired and encouraged by the message. To get more information about Zoe Church, check out our website, www.zoechurch.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the newly added Snapchat under the handle Zoe Church LA. Have a blessed day.